Hello there, welcome to Greedo Shot First, I am Benjamin Light. And I am Marco Sparks. And we are back, it's been a while, this is episode 18 of our show. It's been what, like a year almost? I don't know, a long time. Like six months, yeah. Yeah. Well, there hasn't been anything to talk about. True. A lot of, lot of rumors. Just rumors. Rumors without a whole lot of weight to them, but yeah. we kind of got some sort of official news recently, so we figured we should do one of these. Well, and I think you had a good analogy the other day offline, which was a uh, lot of rumors, a lot of stuff like in pretty good publications like, like Variety. And I think you mentioned that a lot of times like Apple will not address rumors. Yeah, well, JJ's a, he's a secretive person. Uh, the production's pretty secretive. A company like Apple's pretty secretive too. And um, typically the rumors just don't get addressed. Yeah. Because uh, there's, there's so much out there, you're you're just causing more trouble for yourself if you address every stupid rumor that pops up. So, right. I the, well, I mean, because we were we were pretty dismayed about the idea of Adam Driver playing a villain or any kind of role. Yeah. In episode seven, and you were like, "Eh, Apple doesn't respond to rumors, true or not true." Well, it doesn't necessarily mean he is or won't be in the movie. True, but um, I think. The general policy is that unless they absolutely need to respond to a rumor because it's like hurting the public perception or something, they're not going to. Right. I mean, there's all sorts of stupid rumors online about how they're recasting Carrie Fisher, um, mm. but those just aren't really worth paying attention to. Exactly. So the thing that we respond to most recently was from a is a Disney shareholders meeting. Yeah, something Bob Iger said where he. Essentially said that the new movie, Episode 7, it takes place 30 years after Return of the Jedi. It's going to start shooting in May in Pinewood Studios. And then it will feature a trio of new lead, new leads uh, in addition to familiar faces. Hmm. So. Which is almost exactly what you should have been expecting. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, I, the only thing unexpected is just that it's been over a year since they hired JJ and they're still right. in pre-production, um, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Like, and you know, other than the Adam driver rumor, there's some other rumors we can talk about, but nothing is really getting reported in the trades. It's being like confirmed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyone we talk about tonight in this episode, don't be shocked if they're not in episode seven. Mm -hmm. Cause I mean, like for longest time, the internet was like throbbing at the mouth about Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, that's kind of gone away because that was back in like August. Yeah. And since then, it's like they announced there was like new, you know, new writing team, possibly a shift in the characters. Mm -hmm. So who even knows anymore? Yeah. Uh, Michael Arndt is apparently out. Well, he, as, as they said, and I think the last time we did the podcast, we talked about this is that. He had gotten them to a certain point, and they needed to do more. So uh, Abrams and uh, Lawrence Kasdan took over the script. Right. Right. Um, and it was a differing point about the uh, vitality of the original three characters, the, the Han, the Leia, the Luke. There's a, yeah, there's a lot of speculation that, like, the original script that Arndt did was more about the kids and about Han, and the new script is more about Luke and the adults. 
uh, or the you know the old people at this point. Um, but who, who even knows? Yeah, uh, it, it seems pointless to really like take a side on something like that because we have absolutely no idea. All we know is a trio of new leads and familiar faces. Now you were talking about something online with uh, once the the thirty years later thing came out. Somebody was like, uh, they were placing it in the timeline of the extended universe. Yeah, it would be like a year after the Yuzen Vong War and a, you know, before the Darkness trilogy and the books. Um, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> I don't think the movie's going to start with like, you know, Mara Jade and, and Chewie being dead and like Anakin Solo being dead. Like, I don't think any of that's happening. I, like if you're holding on to the EU, I think it's time to let go for them to say it takes 30 years after. I will be very, very surprised if it has much of all anything at all to do with the EU books. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's talk about a little about all the casting rumors here. I'll throw some names at you. Okay. Uh, Jesse Plemons. Uh, so Jesse Plemons was uh, someone best known for his work on Breaking Bad. Yeah, and then before that, Friday Night Lights played Todd on Breaking Bad, who's like a just like a truly horrible monster. But he's the guy that they keep throwing out as like potentially like uh, Luke's son, Ben Skywalker. Well, people keep calling him Luke's son because he kind of vaguely looks like Mark Hamill, right? Like barely, but kind of. Um, he's probably gotten the most attention recently, besides Adam Driver. Mm-hmm. Like I think JJ acknowledged that he had met with him. Hmm. So maybe he's Luke's son. Maybe he's another character. Maybe he's not in the movie at all. There are those like open casting calls they did too. So for all we know, they've like cast some unknowns. We just, you know, haven't right. heard about it. Right. Um, well, it should be said, if they're going to start filming in May, it's late March now. At some point in the next six weeks, we should probably know who's going to be in the movie. Probably. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and there, there's a lot of little things like Kathleen Kennedy like retweeted the rumor about Driver, so a lot of people t- took that as like some kind of gospel. Well, it's like her and her husband's account, but like it's hard to know is that is that a confirmation or is there's that just like trolling? You know, yeah. like is she just being sarcastic? Yeah, because she retweeted some other stuff that like sounded sketchy. So, so yeah, then they came out in uh about mid-March, that there was Variety reported that the studio had narrowed down five contenders for the main role. Uh, one of them was Jesse Plemons. One was Ed Spielers, or Spilliers, mm-hmm. John Boyega, uh, Matthew James Thomas, and Ray Fisher. Yeah, those last two were theater actors, so you're probably not familiar. John Boyega is in Attack the Block. I think it's the only thing he's really done. And Ed Spillers, or however you say his name, he was, I think his name was James in Downton Abbey. He's a, a footman that shows up in season three. He's kind mm. of a dick. Um, he's a very, very ponty English dude. Blonde. Mm. So, and I, like, I believe it's Ray Fisher and John Boyega. They're both black. So, uh, maybe it's all for the same role. Maybe it's for different roles. But these are the, the five actors we've heard about recently. Besides Adam Driver, who's supposedly going to be the villain. Well, and and one of the scuttlebutt like rumors coming out was that J.J. Uh, Abrams has said it was casting people. He wanted a very diverse cast, mm-hmm. which is which, not surprising. Which is not surprising. It sounds great. You have no idea if that's true or not. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, it, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, we, we just were actually watching a thing about loss, and that was a pretty diverse cast. So um, it wouldn't surprise me if he's trying to, to really get a, a mix of different types of people in, in the cast. Right. And, we just... and we don't know, you know, whether or not these characters are the trio of leads or not. They could be other characters. Oh, because there could be very well like a hundred speaking parts in this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we were just we were just watching the 2014 like Lost Paley Fest uh, uh, thing, where we were commenting on how the J.J. Abram David Lindelof process for the pilot of that show was so bizarre. Uh, yeah, they would bring a bunch of people in for casting and like decide that they liked certain actors like Yunjin Kim and uh, the guy who plays Hurley Jorge Garcia. And just be like, hmm, well, we like you, but not for this role. We're just going to make a role up for you. Yeah, exactly. Well, like Young Jun Kim, making a role for her ended up making a role for Daniel Day Kim as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's two parts that came about on like a whim during casting. Yeah. Well, and then, you know, there's some older names. Uh, Chutel Ejiofor, Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, I think both of those guys have been rumored as like villains or like Imperials or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, there's Adam Driver, who's also supposed to be a villain. So may- is that all the same role or those are different roles? Um, and then Gary Oldman and Hugo Weaving, those guys have both been rumored as well for seemingly the same role. Interesting. So it's it's hard to say. Like, that could be like an Imperial captain. That could be a Sith Lord. We don't know. Well, also, there's the actress from 12 Years a Slave. Yeah, Lupita Nyong'o. Uh, she was recently rumored of... She she apparently met with J.J. Abrams, and who knows what that could be about. It could be about something completely different, because he's like a super producer and meets with all kinds of people. But there's another one to add to the list. Well, there was somebody who had been reported, and then it found out that just the, the uh, report was from Doug Dorst, who wrote the or co-wrote the S-book with Abrams, mm-hmm. who just mentioned that he spotted such and such actor. I think that was and- true Teleshafor. Okay, he spotted him in the uh, the bad robot offices in like London, and it was like again, Abrams has got like five or six projects going at one time. He's mm-hmm. meeting a lot of people concurrently. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's entirely possible that it's for something completely different. Like he produces all sorts of TV shows. He's probably got other movies in pre-production. Mm-hmm. So, um. uh, Lupita Nyong'o though, like who just won an Oscar, I believe, for Twelve Years a Slave. She won Best Supporting Actress. Yeah. Um, not a bad follow-up to an Oscar-winning role is Star Wars Episode Seven. Well, and, and to nonstop. Yeah, it's no, uh, it's no my cousin Vinny, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's not a bad follow-up. Yeah, it's, a lot of people think she would play uh, Ahsoka, or I think hmm. that's how you pronounce the name of the uh, Clone Wars character. I'm pretty sure that's not going to happen. Um. It's an interesting time because because not long after we're recording this episode, uh, the like lost season or whatever you want to call it of Clone Wars is debuting on uh, debuting on it's already uh, Netflix. There. It's already yeah, there. so it's been there for about a week or two yeah. now. Um, supposedly it's good because supposedly that show got really good towards the end of its like run. Uh, yeah, I just don't know if I feel like taking the time to invest myself in that. Uh, it's hard to tell sometimes people say something's really good and then you watch it and it's shit. Well, I think you and I had both watched the original Clone Wars like movie. I did not watch it. I heard it was terrible, though. 
it, it is really bad. Mm-hmm. It is really bad. Um, oh, we forgot one casting choice that this this name doesn't go away. I think it's probably just because some super fan who runs a Star Wars site keeps promoting it. But uh, Ksenia Solo, nice. She apparently like got killed off of the show she's on recently. So hey, maybe it's to do Star Wars. Which is all based on her last name, though, right? Really? I mean, really? Seemingly. Like, I, I sense that the only reason she's in the casting mix is because some guy who runs a Star Wars site is a huge fan of hers. Mm-hmm. And so he just keeps pumping her for that. It, it's an interesting time where, like, uh, like, agents can pump up their clients. But also, because we're in such a vacuum, like... Uh, uh, just random fans with a huge voice on the internet can pump up their people too. Oh, I forgot the the other character that Lupita Nyong'o is rumored to play, besides from Ahsoka, is Obi Wan Kenobi's like granddaughter or something or some right. sort of an, uh, descendant of Obi Wan. His interracial daughter, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I want to say that's not the first time I've seen the rumor. That Obi Wan has like a, a secret granddaughter or something. I, I'm pretty sure I, I've seen that for several months now. So Supposedly, it, I don't know if that's like confirmation or just regurgitation. Right, right. Supposedly, in the uh, lost season of uh, on the Netflix like Clone Wars, there's like a very chaste like Obi Wan courtship romance. Hmm. Um. Which I guess is just designed to show that Obi Wan wasn't like completely neutered, you mm-hmm. know. Um, I think we all know he wasn't. Well, because it's Ewan McGregor. Well, he's like no attachments. Fine, I'm not attached. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hit and quit it. That's the Obi Wan way. Um, I mean, he was, he was pretty very... familiar with that bar they went to in Coruscant. <laughs> so, what is the rumor again about that? There is no rumor. But I mean, like the the theory, I'm sorry, about uh, uh, the John Gruber theory. Oh, so the joke is that when, not in Coruscant, but in, in Tatooine, when he goes to the most icy cantina, the reason that everybody like seems to know him there is because he goes there like every day. And this is also <laughs> why he seems to have aged so much in 20 years, because he's basically just been hard living and drinking for like 20 years straight, the most icy cantina. Nice. Which I like. Nice. Um, 30 years seems about it's like a safe estimate though for the well, ages of the big three it's essentially you know one year off of 30 years since they released Return of the Jedi so right not not that far off time wise yeah Um, I mean yeah, we're still in a very interesting time with episode 7 we feel like we're a lot closer to uh news but we're not really there yet we're still well, in the they're shooting in six weeks or so so yeah. at some point between now and then i mean unless jj like pulls off the amazing feat of like shooting a movie without announcing the cast i mean that would be truly impressive yeah if like you didn't even know until like you saw the trailer who was in the movie but i don't think it's he's going to be able to pull that off did i not see something today where um there's potentially like tv specials to come out as well i didn't see anything about that Hmm. I mean, I'm sure Disney owns Lucasfilm and owns ABC, so there'll be some sort of TV thing, like, making of beforehand. You know, like, they just did one for Marvel. So I could see that, but, like, uh, something, like, canonical 
I haven't heard anything about. I mean, just as, as far as Star Wars like is is concerned, like you're seeing a lot of like you know like you've heard like uh, 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 Carrie Fisher has made a lot of noise about how she's back. Mm-hmm. Mark Hamill, etc. I think everyone assumes Han Solo is coming back. Um, you've had seen that people like Peter Peter Mayhew and uh, Billy D. Williams have made noise that they would like to come back. Peter Mayhew's like pretty old. Like he he can't really move around like Chewbacca. Yeah, he's like he's like seriously suffering from like uh, side effects of his like gigantism. But um, Sarosh Ronan publicly announced that she had had an audition that she didn't get a cast for. Um, the guy who's in like presumably every movie that has a rumor, like Michael B. Jordan. Supposedly, oh, yeah. uh, audition for a role. Um, similarly, though, like like I said, I, I went to the Lego Movie uh, not long ago. Um, uh, Harrison Ford, Billy D. Williams, and Anthony Daniels voice their characters hmm. cameos in that movie. Um, which I I kind of felt wasn't just about the Lego Movie; it was about creating a kind of synergy, a kind of pre buzz about Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's going to be fascinating, like going back and just like reading stuff, like like years after this production, and like what is Abrams' process? Yeah, it's it's you know, is he doing it like a lost thing where he's basically just like pulling in a bunch of actors he likes, and then mm-hmm. he's going to figure out whether or not they should make roles for him, or is it a very specific and targeted thing where it's like they have these roles to fill? And they need to find the right person with the right chemistry. And, you know, I like, I wonder if they're doing it like the way Lucas casted was he would kind of like try to group cast it where he'd, he'd have people read with uh, the other actors to see who, who worked well together. So we don't know if he's doing that sort of thing or not. Like the, the casting directors he has, uh, two of them who I believe were involved in Lost and other stuff with JJ. And mm-hmm. the other is Nina Gold, who's done like Game of Thrones. So all three of his casting directors are really good casting directors who find really interesting people to play part so well if i remember correctly like famously like the uh, new hope casting sessions happened concurrently with the casting sessions for uh carrie right I believe so yes so like at one once upon a time you had like cc spacek like uh reading for carrie fisher's role mm-hmm. uh, which would have been bizarre well that's the casting that jj's done in the past is what makes me a little suspicious of you know, like Cumberbatch or Two Tell Azure Four or even like Lupita Nyongo, just because or Gary Oldman, Hugo Weaving, just because those are fairly big names. Um I just I kinda doubt like there might be one or two big names in the cast, but I will not be surprised if a lot of the names are like people that like all they've done is like a TV show or something or, or a right. movie you probably aren't familiar with. Right. Um, like Gary Oldman, especially, I just don't see it all. Like dudes in like everything. Well, especially since he was the the original rumor for Grievous, wasn't he? Was he? Was, I don't even remember. It was him, and then it was John Reese Davies, and then it became Matthew Wood. Um, and they they would do things like uh, like John Reese Davies would be interviewed. And they were like, uh, oh, what's your next part in a movie going to be? And he'd be like, oh, something grievous. Okay. You know, people would just like, read so mm-hmm. much into that. Um, I remember that there there was a role that uh, Benedict Cumberbatch took, which was the next like Benicio Del Toro movie, which is, I think, called Crimson Peak. Yeah. People were like, well, that's clearly like him taking that role. I think you mean Gilmer Del Toro. 
and he just dropped out of that. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah. Um, some actor replaced him in that role, um, which is not by any means anything you should jump on. Like, oh my god, obviously, you know, Ben and Cumberbatch be in episode seven, but oh, the rumor people started with him is that he would be only be in episode seven a little bit, but he'd be in episode eight as like the main villain. So, right, they can people can continue to believe that Benedict Cumberbatch is in the movie even after the main casting is announced if they want to. Right. They can just say, oh, well, he's he's like a secret, you know, like a cameo, and he'll, he'll show up in the next one. Mm-hmm. But you get, you get lots of ridiculous things, like Robert Englund, uh, you know, Freddy Krueger himself. He's not going to be in the movie. Right, right. Who's long I, I will, I will Campbell. bet all he's, the money I own that he will not be in the movie. Right, he, he's not claiming to be. Hmm. But Robert Englund is going out and saying that, uh, oh, yeah, Mark Hamill's going to be in the movie because they've got him in the gym right now. They've got him meeting with like uh, nutritionists and personal trainers and mm-hmm. sit ups, sit ups and stuff. Yeah, I mean, like you've got everyone wants to be on a record. Like once gets their name out there, it's um, it's still that kind of interesting time. But like you said, it's been a year, a year well, since we, JJ came on, over a year, right? And what we know is still exactly nothing. Mm-hmm. A trio of new leads and some familiar faces. 30 years after Return of the Jedi. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess that clears up for, like, there was, like, insane, stupid, retarded rumors going around that they were recasting all the the main actors and it was going to take place right after Return of the Jedi. So, Mm -hmm. I I think we can safely put that to bed now. Um, Also, there's, like, something where they were casting people to play the, like, big three for some sort of, like, Disney thing, like like a Disneyland or Disney World, like, you know, local production like cast member type of thing right um and so that got confused into be like being for the movie when it was really like nothing related to that at all interesting um yeah we're still in a very interesting time like uh hopefully this will be the last episode of this podcast where we know nothing (laughs) um that'd be nice but who knows like a lot of people are saying like they're gonna wait all the way until may the 4th you know, which for some reason is Star Wars Day, um, in order to announce all this. That seems a little long, because mm-hmm. if shooting starts in May, the actors, at least some of them, are going to show up early to do makeup tests, any training they need to do for like right. fight scenes, you know, all that sort of thing. They should be doing it now, right now. Yeah. Like, uh, usually the, you can, you can cast roles for a movie during production, but they're usually not like major roles. Yeah, yeah. You can. It's like when they're shooting X Men, they started bringing the new X Men movie. They started bringing in a bunch of actors like Ellen Page and, um, like the guy who played Iceman, like stuff like that, where they're just like, oh, hey, let's let's work these characters in for a couple scenes. But if you're a main character, if you're gonna have like fight scenes or. Um, anything like that, like they need to do makeup testing. There's going to be training and rehearsals, um, all, all sorts of stuff they need to prepare for. Yeah. Yeah. The new X-Men rumor, by the way, is that Kelsey Grammer has a cameo too. It's oh, yeah. old beast. But, Jesus. uh, as an actor though, like, <laughs> I mean, you might go off and do Shakespeare. You might play like a variety of roles, but like there should be no, thing you look more forward to than like that like three months where you get to like do like lightsaber training <laughs> like nick gilliard i that wonder be- is it gonna be that guy again or do they go hire someone else probably somebody else I mean, it's been it's- a while i don't even know if that guy like works anymore 
Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. Um, plus, uh, JJ might bring in his own people for that. Yeah, I mean, it, they may want to change the style of fighting. That's certainly a possibility. Mm-hmm. I mean, you really like of the old guard. Cause, okay, so Ben Burt has deceased. Is deceased, right? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure Ben Burt is still alive. Is he okay? But I mean, really, what you want is John Williams. Oh, he's still doing the cast. Yeah, yeah. Ben Burt is still alive. He's only sixty-five. Okay. Then somebody just passed away from the old production. Hmm. I think one of the original lightsaber fight guys may have passed away. Okay. Okay. I thought it was one of the sound guys, but yeah. I mean, you want you want a John Williams. You want a Ben Burt. Um, McQuarrie's passed away though, right? Ralph McQuarrie. Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. Um, it's going to be very interesting because again, as we've said many times on this podcast alone, like, uh, you want a mix of the old style. It needs to be evocative of star Wars classic, but really you're setting up like whatever the future of this franchise is going to be like Mm -hmm. whatever Disney's like wacky plans for spinoff movies and the rest of this trilogy and beyond like this, uh, the Star Wars Rebels show? Yeah, well, that that's actually what's been getting a lot of press, like official press recently, is they've been teasing out new characters uh, for that Rebels show. Like, there's some other, like, Jedi-type character and a couple other, like, some sort of, like, thief, bounty hunter-type character. So they've been, they've been leaking out, not leaking, but kind of, you know, slowly rolling out official info for Rebels. And that's what they've been doing for the past month or so. So it's possible that they're doing that and they're, you know, get that out of the way and then give episode seven its own space. Yeah. I mean, so Star Wars Rebels, which, uh, it takes place like five years before the Battle of Yavin. Um, the, the voice cast includes like Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> as a Jedi who survived the, the, the purge. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the characters is like based on McCory's original design for Chewbacca. The uh, main like uh, Sith uh, antagonist, he's a dark side user who is potentially a Sith antagonist, mm-hmm. is called the uh, Inquisitor. Yeah. And and tasked by Darth Vader to hunt down whoever the main characters of the show is. There's like a female Mandalorian. There's an astromech droid. Mm-hmm. Um, the show is just interesting because it was conceived in this new, this new period. Yeah. Yeah. This is new stuff coming from like Lucasfilm and Disney, not from the old, uh, you know, regime. Right. I mean, it's a lot of the same people, mm-hmm. but it's not, you know, Disney's overseeing this one. Well, I think there are some people who are involved in the Clone Wars show, right? Yeah. 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 Um, which is potentially good and bad. But yeah, I saw some stuff today where uh, there's still some nebulous stuff about uh, Star Wars like live action, either a TV show or a miniseries. Uh, the, the, the rumors that they're casting that stuff now, which could be true. It could be a little late. It depends on when the production of that's supposed to take place. Yeah, I haven't seen anything about that. Yeah, I, I kind of doubt it. That's the sad thing is that there's a, there's just so much like news. Um, well, and there's still these spinoff movies that 
there was a little bit of like noise about them like five or six months ago where it's gonna be like oh it's gonna be like yoda boba fett and han solo um mm-hmm. and then we've heard nothing since then hmm. the han one would be very tricky i think well you'd have to recast so yeah you have to yeah. recast i mean if you do it right and it's successful and it like kind of catches your audience, you've got a lot of options based on that. Because that's, that's a great character. That's, it's a proven character with fans, but I don't know. That's a pretty tough character to recast. It's a tough character to recast. It's a tough character to write for. Um, especially since you might potentially be killing the character off in episode seven. Mm hmm. Um, well, yeah, it's like you got to wonder, they bring back Han, Luke, and Leia for episode seven. Are they just going to stick around and be in all three episodes? Because uh, the way they did it in the books is always a little awkward. There's always this tension between them wanting to move on to the new characters and like finding the things for Han, Luke, and Leia to do. And it was always like Luke was just so powerful in the books that like there was never anything that would, could truly kind of conquer him you know like truly right. put him in his place because he always just like he was always as powerful as the writers needed him to be right right well and then like uh you got han uh luke and leia potentially back in this episode seven like what about i mean i think based on how the first six movies went you want c3po and r2d2 back you know you want them back no matter what mm-hmm. do you get chewbacca back i mean and there you go. Like for the people who are obsessed with the extended universe, Chewbacca's not crushed by like a moon <laughs> or whatever. Um, I do wonder if they'll bring him back regardless, though. They, well, it's debatable whether or not you'd want to bring him back. I mean, because Peter Mayhew can barely walk these days, so it's probably not going to be played by him. Right. But um, I think there's a, a danger in resting too much on nostalgia. Mm hmm. And I think I'm sure Jade is very aware of that. So I'll be curious to see what they do. Well, I mean, and but obviously, like, like Chewbacca coming back is not contingent on Peter Mayhew. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean like, it's already Peter, like 200 years old. So who, who knows how long Wookiees live? Right. right. I'm sure there's some nerd out there who can tell me how long Wookiees live. But seemingly, if, if they want Chewbacca to be back, he can't be back. Well, and because of a personal grudge, like, Prowse did not play Darth Vader through Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. I believe it was uh, it was Jeremy Bullock for parts of it, wasn't it? Uh, I don't know, it could have been. Yeah, it was the guy who played like Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, and then obviously like Hayden Christensen played Darth Vader in the suit for parts of uh, Revenge of the Sith. Um, and plus, this might like lead its way to like the the first like real like CGI action sequence featuring Chewbacca. I mean, especially since like you've got like Guardians of the Galaxy coming out, you've got like this Groot character. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe it's kind of like... I don't think they're going to CGI Chewbacca. I don't know. I mean, like, you kind of didn't know what to expect when you saw episode two. And Yoda was going to have his first actual lightsaber fight. And it was kind of amazing. Yeah, but I feel pretty confident that if Chewbacca's in the movie, it's going to be a dude in a suit. I don't don't think you gain anything. Like, with Yoda, it was a puppet, and you could kind of tell it wasn't looking too good. Mm -hmm. But with Chewie, Chewie's like, what, what are you not getting? Right, right. And he's much older, so there's not a lot of action seems to be had. But um, 
yeah, you never know. But I mean, like I said, like they don't need Peter Mayhew. Um, because again, if you look back at some of the tapes, like Peter Mayhew had like actual dialogue on the set of like New Hope, mm-hmm. which was all replaced. Yeah. This old man is bonkers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we should hopefully be like on the cusp of real information. I feel like we've been saying that for six months, but. Well, let's see. It's, it's March 20th as recording this right now. Mm-hmm. Why don't we regroup, regroup on April 20th or somewhere near there? Right. And we can start checking in. I think we're looking to do this podcast about once a month unless something changes and it's, there's like a, a reason to talk about it more than that. Right. But, uh, At least through the start of actual filming. Well, the filming's going to be in two months, so. Um, yeah. But I don't know if there will necessarily be that much to talk about um, unless you just really wanted to nitpick and pick apart, like, you know, like some dude, like a thousand feet away with a telephoto lens, like captured some super grainy ass image of somebody walking out of their trailer. Like, I don't really want to go down that rabbit hole. True. I mean, and the rest of the internet will pretty much cover that for us. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we will be back in, say, about a month or so, barring uh, major news happening in the interim. Mm-hmm. And we can pick up from there. Maybe we'll actually have some news to talk then. Mm-hmm. May the force be with you. Always. Always.